Lo Manuval Dane Winnie Laban says she hopes the appointment of Carmel Sepuloni as New Zealand's first ever Deputy Prime Minister of Pacifica descent inspires young up-and-coming Pacific leaders to pursue careers in politics. Ms Sepuloni was chosen by New Zealand's Prime Minister Chris Hipkins on Sunday and both leaders were officially sworn in at a ceremony at Government House on Wednesday. I spoke with Dame Winnie, who became New Zealand's first ever female MP of Pacifica descent after her election in 1999, about the significance of Deputy Prime Minister Sepuloni's appointment for Pacific peoples in Aotearoa and around the region. Talo falava malo lenei a warm Pacific greetings koroi. Absolutely thrilled. Um, this is going to be wonderful for New Zealand and also wonderful for our Pacific region that for the first time ever we have a Pacific representative and a Pacifica woman um, as Deputy Prime Minister. Uh, this sends out a signal that Pacific belong to the top and are at the front bench and uh, how important we are as a Pacific nation, Aotearoa New Zealand. Now, uh, you yourself are a trailblazer, a first Pacific woman MP for New Zealand. In light of that, what does this mean and how does what does it, I guess, indicate for the future as well? Yes. Well, um, it's very important that we acknowledge that Aotearoa New Zealand is a Pacific nation. She's a multicultural nation. And the importance of supporting able and competent and committed our Pacific people into decision-making roles. And this extends to parliament, to private sector, uh, to civil society, public sector, judiciary. It is very important that we are aspirational to achieve those roles. Why? Because it brings our voice to the table where we need to be heard. It brings our needs. But more importantly, that we respond to those needs appropriately. And with Pacific people there, we bring not only merit, but the expansive word around cultural capital, uh, cultural knowledge uh, to where the decisions are made. And it's very, very exciting. Turning to Carmel herself, I guess your interactions with her and, and how you see this personally in terms of, if you can tell us a bit about um, yeah, the, um, our new Deputy Prime Minister and, and how you see this in her progression in her career as well. Yes. Well, when I first came into Parliament, I was the first. And to be honest, it's long overdue to have more Pacific people in the New Zealand Parliament. But we now have uh, 10 Pacific MPs in Labour, one Pacific MP in Greens in Parliament, and we seven of those are Pacific women. Carmel has always been a very strong, hard-working, articulate, fiercely competitive uh, Pacific woman who's always had our interests at heart. And uh, she's also held some very senior portfolio responsibilities, especially with COVID, um, areas like um, the wage subsidies, um, ensuring that the benefits and the packages are available for our Pacific community. Um, she's a very successful local MP and also active member of the Pacific Caucus and brings all those values that are ours, but also a pragmatism, because as you know, the voting public is not just Pacific. It consists of many ethnicities, many groups who have many different needs. She's ready. In, in terms of, um, I'm always uh, sort of going on a tangent here, but always interested in as Pacifica um, interests and Pacifica issues are, are more well represented, get better funding, we're getting uh, more status in the political space. How 
in terms of the relation to Pangata Fenua, is 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 this complementary? Is this something that that works together with Maori? This is absolutely complementary because it is about time that Aotearoa New Zealand embraces and owns her history in relation to her identity as a Pacific nation. But more importantly, um, Māori came from the Pacific. You know, they came from Polynesia. Uh, we're, we're a family in terms of the region. It's about time that we celebrated and committed to that kinship and that history in relation to decision-making roles and the, and the appropriate and um, sharing of resourcing. And uh, so secondly, um, Koroi, we must embrace the geopolitical nature of our region. It is very important that countries like New Zealand and Australia are not treating the rest of the Pacific in a top-down manner, that they are brothers and sisters, they have an equal voice to us around the table. And it only can, can progress when we see some of our Pacific people um, going up the chain in terms of decision-making roles like Carmel's position. And I pray with the reshuffle next week that more of our Pacific people will get recognised. And, of course, we support Tangata Whenua. Why? Because they're the indigenous people of Aotearoa. But also, historically, they have an ancestral connection of Whanaungatanga and family with the rest of the Pacific. We, we're not in the Atlantic Ocean. We're not in the Indian Ocean. We're in the Pacific Ocean. Turning to the politics now, the, the latest poll that I've been able to see was taken before Jacinda's uh, resignation, um, but it's showing Labour quite low um, with the uh, National and Act sort of in the for- in the front running, sort of heading into the election. What do you think um, Labour needs to do to try and increase its rankings in the poll, other than the um, the the initial boost that usually comes with any change in leadership? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because National have no Pacific MPs for a start. And I think ACT have three uh, Pacific MPs. The Green Party have a Māori Pacific MP. So the majority of voice and the strength of our voice comes from Labour. Labour needs to get out there and get their messages very clear around the, dare I say it, bread and butter issues. It's about education. It's about employment. It's about housing. They've done a lot for our community and all the other communities throughout COVID. You know, it's been a tough time economically, um, there was also the, the massacre shootings that happened in Christchurch. But they do actually a lot. But whether the messages get out there, Koroi, I'm not sure about that. So I think it's the constant repetition of positive. But more importantly, with the budget this year, the devil is in the detail in terms of how much resource is going to go to Pacific initiatives where our people can continue to thrive and also to to aspire, like I said, to the decision-making roles in every sector where I'd like to see. And immigration is also another issue. In, in congratulating um, uh, the new Prime Minister, Luxon, uh, the opposition leader, um, had a dig and, and called it, same a change in leadership, but the same same government that hasn't delivered, basically, sort of, in a nutshell, was his message. What's your thoughts on that comment? Yeah, well, I think at the end of the day, Labour has to counter um, messages like that because it's very dismissive, but it's not factual. There's no detail. And as you know, they've just announced Chris Hipkins and Carmel Sepuloni. So when the reshuffle comes out, when the budget comes out, I think it's about substance around which party has the policies, has the resources and the personnel 
to commit to an order in order for our people to continue to thrive. We have a fast-growing youth population in Aotearoa, New Zealand. We have a geopolitical role and responsibility in terms of our region. So which policies are they going to put up and put it up so that people can see and believe what they're on about? An outside question going back to the selection of, of Carmel Sepuloni that sort of came up in discussions here. Just in terms of her 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 choice in relation to the other Pacific MPs who each have their own merit in, in the New Zealand Parliament as well and in their current um, recent histories in politics, what do you think might have been the, the decision-making or the, the thoughts around who to put forward and why Carmel was uh, selected? Well, you know, as you know, um, what I've been really impressed about is the unity, you know, um, the sense of unity. Of course, people go into Parliament, Koroi, people are ambitious to rise from the front bench. And as the saying goes, many are called and few are chosen. It's important to be ambitious. It's important to be aspirational. And of course, everyone likes to be in Cabinet because that's where the decisions are made. That's where the resources are allocated. But at the end of the day, Labour is, is part of a collective it's important that there's a collective spirit that decisions are made that engages the whole caucus. And what I'm impressed about is they've been able to arrive at a decision like this. Democracies are about debates, but they're also about loyalty and about rules and holding the hard debates, sometimes inside as opposed to outside. But the society and the public measure that by voting at election. What I'd like to say is this is it's really important that the Pacific community see the potential and talent. I'm a great believer in succession, and we need to nurture and support more of our people uh, to have the confidence and the competence to run for parliament and in local government elections and to be organised, because the reason why we have a commitment to Pacific is because we have that voice in parliament and all those other areas. So I just wanted to say that we can't rest. We need to look at the younger generation and the talent there and build them up so that they can run for elections and feel confident to win. Naka, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome, Koroi. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. Have a good day. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.